0: Welcome to the second season of Over to Europe. This podcast is produced by the community of Civica, the European University of Social Sciences. Civica unites eight leading European higher education institutions to create the next generation European University. One of the primary goals of Civica is to connect these eight universities to promote the exchange of knowledge and resources for the European common good. In the first season, we brought together students, researchers and faculty to discuss relevant topics for today's Europe. Over six successful episodes, we brought together 22 guests from eight civica partner universities to discuss the most pressing topics in contemporary Europe. Following the extraordinary support from the audience, we wanted to continue the work of building a platform where diverse European minds come together to discuss issues that shape Europe. In the second season, we zoom into CIVICA's research focus areas. For CIVICA, research is one of the key instruments to achieve its long-term goal of creating shared European knowledge. CIVICA research focus areas have been carefully chosen in consultation with partner universities to reflect present and future challenges in Europe. CIVICA has four research focus areas. The very first, societies in transition and crisis of Earth. Second, challenges to the democracy. In the 21st century. Number third, Europe revisited. Fourth and final, data driven technologies for the social sciences. Thanks to the newly launched project Civica Research, the Alliance will continue to deepen its collaborations in research around these major areas. I'm your host, Aniket Narawat, a first year Master of Public Policy student at Hertie School, Berlin. For this season, we have chosen current topics aligned with these focus areas of Civica research. We talk to researchers and faculty members from the eight Civica partner universities to bring you cutting edge European research in social sciences. To further understand the research in Civica, in this episode, I speak with Guillaume Plantin, Vice President for Research at Sciences Po Paris, and Semina Kurohaska, an Associate Professor in the Department of International Relations at Central European University. Both Prof. Plantin and Prof. Kurovaska are part of Civica's permanent design team which aims to shape the research agenda for the Alliance. In this episode, we talk about Civica research, its focus areas and how Civica research aims to support European institutions and European community in the coming times. Europe has a long tradition of higher education for centuries now. As a result, we have excellent universities across Europe. Why do you think there is a need for a new university? Civica, the European University of Social Sciences. Professor Kyom, if you want to go first. Yeah,
1: sure. Uh, so it's true that Europe has a very long tradition, but it's my personal opinion here. I think poster research universities of the 20th centuries have been more... American ones. Um, What we need to think about is what the universities of the 21st century will be, Uh, how global will they be, how integrated will they be at the European level. And I think CIVIKA is the first step towards experimenting genuine European universities, universities that spread and are integrated all across Europe.
0: Professor Zemina, do you want to add anything to that? Yes,
2: sure. So the, I can only reinforce this point, how important it is to think about a greater, a greater integration, but also kind of differentiated integration in the sense that uh, we have now this space or this uh, possibility to be and work with difference also across Europe by through integrating and through bringing in synergies. And universities in Europe, as great as they are, obviously they are also known for certain, let's say for working a little bit in silos. And this type of project, this type of integration and being exposed on the daily basis to the way your colleagues work, uh, that is a major change, I think. uh, And it's the right timing.
0: Talking about on the same points like uh, Professor Guillaume mentioned that we need universities that are relevant for the 21st century. If you look at Civica, structure of the Civica, it doesn't rely on its own infrastructure, but it in fact collaborates with different universities to build up a new university. It's almost like the structure of the European Union, where the universities act like the member states and the Civica acts like the EU in in a way. It's a loose comparison. Could you help us understand the structure of Civica? Uh, Professor Guillaume, let's start with you.
1: Yeah, sure. So it's not a bad comparison, actually, the European Union. I think our purpose is, well, very much like the European Union in, in, in its infancy, is to be very pragmatic. So we try to start working on things that we know are going to work. The researchers of Civica already, for many of them, know each other. They know they can uh, build teams together to, to apply for Civica calls for projects. They know they can organize seminars. So we start with this light structure, light governance, the permanent design team that runs Civica research. And we try to get simple things done. We try to get each other. We also start thinking about the longer run. How could we integrate further? How could we go towards a, a more unified faculty? but uh, we take baby steps in that direction. It's not a top-bottom construction. It's really starting from the substance, starting from doing stuff that we know how to do and, and be ready to go further along if, if things work out well, which is the case for now.
0: Professor Zimane, could you touch upon how these eight universities come together and what is the role of Savica and different universities here?
2: Yeah, how they uh, come together and uh, uh, linking back to what Guillaume also said, that the comparison or the analogy with the European project is a good one. But I think we are even innovating on that in the sense that precisely this kind of bottom-up approach and working organically together and figuring things out uh, is, well, in a way uh, I think innovation also to that. How we come together uh, as mentioned, a lot of us we have met each other in different networks across different uh, communities and now we have a possibility to work more closely and figure out uh, how to synergize better. Guillaume is probably more privy to the history of the project and how the uh, the eight universities really came together, what, we, what was the trajectory. I'm working more with with daily practices of how we try to take it forward.
1: Yeah, so if I can if I, if I can add something on that, the initial project of European universities was really to build alliances, that is not building right away European universities, but help universities within the European Union to remain themselves while building some needs. And with Civica, we've met within we that framework, we've made a a slightly more ambitious step because we're the only alliance with very homogeneous universities. We all exclusively research universities in social sciences focused on a small number of uh, disciplines and scientific activities. And we thought initially, uh, at least I did, that this homogeneity, the fact that we already know each other and and, uh, might, might Help us go further away than a mere alliance doing some things together, and maybe integrate further if things work out well.
0: Uh, Professor Zimina has mentioned that how universities previously used to work in silos, and now this isn't, Civica is in civic as an opportunity, like a, a systematic structure to collaborate without any hindrances. There's this creates a different platform to easily connect with each other. Research and higher education goes hand in hand and the research that is necessary to support the European Union, the research that is necessary to support the new governance structure or the policy making, Civica is supporting that. How do you think the research, the collaborative nature of research is it's better because of Civica? Professor Zamina?
2: Well, I mean, the first thing that really comes to my mind is that there is also the enthusiasm and commitment to integrate and to be together and to take it forward. And with this commitment and the reliance of different experiences. Yeah, we can, we, we can implement it better. So when I said that uh, universities are known for working in silos, of course, they are known in the sense that whoever worked at university, also at university administrations, I mean, each kind of institution is in a way must be inward looking. But this initiative, this building infrastructure basically from scratch, infrastructure in the sense of joint uh, infrastructure, and then Mm -hmm. trying to scale it up, even perhaps as an example for other alliances, that really changes uh, the university uh, itself and the nature of research. And in the, let's say, uh, mid-term, we are still constrained with certain Institutional structures, and we have to be because we cannot transcend them. Uh, still, this commitment to work together and commitment of uh, all the institutions to to facilitate it, I think that it breaks through this uh, silos culture, uh, including m- maybe the um, what Europe is also known, which is the focus on national academic cultures. We have a lot of researchers that can now circulate and uh, collect experience but also open up national academia and uh, perhaps also to uh, newer opportunities and more opportunities for for junior scholars which is an obstacle for junior researchers careers at the moment.
0: Professor Guillaume just uh, on the moving on the same point we talked about how the Cervica is providing a platform which was not there before giving us opportunity to easily circulate the research, circulate the knowledge, people and also resources across different universities in Europe. How do you think that is? this is going to shape the European academic and research space in general?
1: Well, to, to, I fully subscribe to, to what Jimena said, but I think there are, there are two dimensions in which, in which we can stop working in silos. First, there are very important disciplinary silos. Economists work with economists and, and sociologists with sociologists, etc., and uh, we've organized Civica not around disciplines, but around teams, uh, four important teams. Jimena is in charge of one of them. So we committed to an interdisciplinary or at least pluridisciplinary approach from scratch. I think it's a very important commitment. That's not always easy to do, but but the payoff is large. Uh, and the other point is that the eight members of, of Civica have all being pioneers in their home country in terms of internationalization of faculty, students, etc., And so I think that CIVICA research is a way to lever up on that and accelerate the move towards a truly integrated European higher integration. So that's how I see it as an accelerator and amplifier of efforts that the members of CIVICA have already done for several years individually.
0: So you mentioned there are four uh, major research areas of civica, societies in transition and crisis of Earth, challenges of democracy in the 21st century, Europe revisited, data-driven technologies for social sciences. Professor Guillaume, could you please briefly touch upon the thought process behind why these topics were chosen and how they are relevant for the European community?
1: Sure. So I'll I'll quickly leave the floor to Jimena because she's in charge of one of the teams, the one on the future of European construction. I guess, as I said, uh, our motivation was to go interdisciplinary from scratch and to start from questions that matter to all European, actually, not only European, but to citizens from all over the world and see how research can address that.
0: Moving on to the same, next question, as uh, Professor Guillaume mentioned, Professor Zemina uh, focuses on one of the major themes here, uh, Europe Revisited. Instead of going through all four themes, we would like to touch upon one of these themes, which is your theme. And we would like to understand what is the thought process behind choosing this and like maybe go a little bit detail about what exactly is the goal of doing this research.
2: Yeah, so it's a it's a very interesting process that we have been um, in a way confronted with, and also as a challenge, and also kind of the kind of space that we. Uh, were given to give substance or thematize these these themes, so to say, because these themes were really uh, yeah at the beginning initially identified as important areas, but they were not meticulously kind of detailed what this involves, and it was up to the researchers across the consortium to yeah to sit together and to think through what do these themes actually involve. I am facilitating the europe Revisited theme. And we initially had uh, a lot of meetings so, uh, in-house, uh, how to think about defining these themes. And we uh, we then have representatives from each university in each group, and it took us quite a while to define what, in our case, Europe revisited what it might cover. And uh, we went, of course, we are very interdisciplinary, so uh, the coverage is really a significant <laughs> And just to take you through these few topics that we singled out for us, the first is multi-level governance of migration. Of course, migration is also a transversal topic uh, across these themes and uh, many, many topics actually are, but migration is of course crucial, uh, how we uh, think about migration in Europe more traditionally, institutionally, but also from a societal point of view, and also what it means for for processes of racialization and gendering, we also take this into account. So uh, when we say multi-level governance of uh, migration, it may sound like an institutionalist take on the issue, but it also includes really the societal rethinking of how European Union in particular can think of migration and migration being part of its identity entity and how to make the the topic of migration also more inclusive. We also have focused on uh, the topic of constitutional resilience of the uh, European Union. And here, of course, uh, this relates to issues of rule of law and how the also legal setup of the European uh, uh, Union, how it's been Kind of uh, challenged on a number of accounts, bo- both by newer and older member states and societal forces, and how this can be maybe even rejuvenated. So we t- we chose that the concept of a constitutional resilience, uh, which may mean at first sight that it's like bouncing back to the old, but by resilience we also mean how this constitutionalism uh, can be right. rethought in European Union, and that is also a kind of way to the interdisciplinary legal research across the consortium. We have a lot of researchers working on the relations of EU with the rest of the world, so to say. So that's uh, that's also our topic from different perspectives. I'm particularly interested in the global governance of the internet and uh, how European Union has been contributing to this diplomatically, but also in regulatory to- uh, terms and and uh, how we can also think about uh, this issue ethically, which is. Again, part of the data-driven technologies for the social sciences thinking as well. So we see how transversal these topics also are, even if we give a little bit of a different emphasis on them in each of the themes. And uh, uh, an important thing, the important topic in our theme is also green values and green economy in the European Union. That is perhaps approached a little bit more from the economic point of view, and Bocconi University has been particularly contributing on this topic. And as many of us within these themes, we are actually also academic teachers, if not all of us, uh, we have thought that an important dimension would be to think about Interdisciplinary approaches in European Union focused social science and humanities. So we also want to think precisely about how we can think about methodological innovation for EU studies.
0: Thank you very much. As you as you know, this podcast is also a platform of Savica where we try to reflect what Savica is trying to do. So in the in this season also, we're trying to touch upon immigration, climate crisis, uh, also uh, polit- politics in Europe. What's happening in Europe? All these things. So thank you very much for touching upon that. Savica is a new university, and it also gives us different opportunity to change certain things that were not uh, available before. So uh, often, academy is perceived as distance from the Reality for several reasons. How is Savika is approaching its research so that it can support the contemporary issues like we briefly touched upon so far? But how is it specifically targeting so that it becomes the research becomes more relevant, the research becomes more uh, useful for the contemporary issues, Professor Guillaume?
1: Well, to, to make our research as readily available as, as possible to, to society at large. I'd say there are, there, are, there are several features of CIVICA that are important. First, as we said, building a research program on four important themes, not as a more academic division across disciplines, but building from these themes uh, should structure or work towards more immediately relevant stuff. Uh, second, as you know, CIVICA research is run in, in close coordination with the Erasmus program of Civica, which is much oriented towards teaching. And the first diffusion for researcher is, as Jimena said, our teaching. And a lot of our research activities are directly geared towards teaching. And finally, a significant part of of our budget and our effort in research also aims at diffusion, for example, allocated lots of resources to communication and diffusion, which is run by you at Hertie, and we decided to do that from scratch. Uh, And we also have a number of broad audience events beyond standard, more academic seminars. So I'd say that quick and broad diffusion is in the DNA of CIVICA research.
0: So just talking about on the same lines, again, Civica being a new university it also has an opportunity to eliminate some of the things uh, research is trying to struggle, like the gender disbalance in research, the lack of inclusivity and diversity in research. This also provides a platform much more to collaborate and make multidisciplinary research. Professor Zemina, would you like to touch upon briefly, what are the principles of Civica research and Civica as a uh, university also that is going to be different than the universities before?
2: I think certain declarations are very clear and and necessary to implement, but in our case, we are really implementing them in the sense that the way we think about events, it, it's becoming kind of natural that this diversity, both gender and ethnic diversity, that it is including, so that it uh, it's representative of uh, European societies. But also at the more, maybe technical, but an extremely significant level, the call for research proposals that we launched and now concluded, and the successful projects uh, are now soon to be launched. We really paid attention, both in the formulation of the call and in the way we interacted with the proposals. That these considerations, again, to represent actually European societies how they are, uh, rather than only um, certain groups, that this principle is is reflected in the way we we evaluated the proposals. So that was basically. A criterion for us, uh, but again, this is uh, this is certainly daily work. So the more we can streamline this sensibility, uh, the better. And I think this. Uh, so there, there is the, there will be these technical criteria that seem kind of dry, but are extremely significant in terms of shaping the institutional la- landscape and the daily work of how we uh, also integrate uh, young researchers from different backgrounds. I'm not saying anything new, I think, because we are kind of uh, on the same page with it. But the difference can be that we, yeah, I mean, this is a part of our daily sensibility.
0: Thank you very much. Professor Guillaume, you worked on Civic Project for a long time now. Could you help us understand, like, what are the specific steps that were taken to include more interdisciplinary or include more diversity? Or how are you planning to make it different, this university, than, than the other universities in terms of the principles?
1: Well, in terms of diversity, uh, uh, to, to follow up on Jimena's points, right from scratch, an important number of tasks within Civica include best practice sharing in terms of academic human resources. How do we hire? How do we make sure that discrimination or hiring processes and that we build a balance and, and representative faculty? So so because the, the culture in different European countries and the way different European countries approach these issues, they're all, they're all wary of it, but they don't deal with it the same way, it's very interesting to compare our practices, the very concrete steps that each of us take to get better around that direction and and try to build something from this best practice sharing at the civica level. And regarding the interdisciplinary side, building the research program on four teams rather than, I don't know, five or six disciplines is, I believe, a strong commitment towards interdisciplinary.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, because Europe is such a diverse community with different languages, different ethnicities, coming from different uh, countries, it's, it's really in, in necessary that diversity becomes key part of the university that is uh, aiming to cater the overall European Union, not just certain countries or one country. So that is why I think Civica has one of the key principles which uh, keeps promoting unity and diversity. So going on to the last question, how would you like to see Civica growing up from here? One way to look at it can be, can Civica become the brain behind the European Union and the communities of Europe? That's one one way of looking at it. How do you think Civica research and Civica will be supporting the European Union and the communities in the coming 10, 15, 20 years? Let's start with Professor Zemina. Yes, uh,
2: I have a little bit of a dream, I think, about Civica in the sense that I I would like it to be really a a zone of free movement and that would be my final kind of destination where really both researchers at different levels can go to different institutions without significant institutional hurdles but relying on the infrastructure that we are in the process of uh, building so that i hope it's not utopian i hope we can kind of reach some of it of this idea of free movement which is also a principle of the european union but still because of the different let's say national uh, hindrances uh, it might not be as free as it uh, wants to appear so perhaps we can realize this eu principle better ideally that it at least at present realizes itself so uh, that is i think the main the main idea of mine uh, long term but really mid um, midterm is this integration of research education, and civic engagement. And we are working hard on this. It's not straightforward. We are different packages that work separately and then want to, of course, integrate their, uh, their work across uh, across the streams. But I think this is in, the, in terms of, let's say, an operational mechanism. That is something that we certainly want to achieve. This is how I envisage it, working at this more operational level. Although Guillaume has maybe a more bird
0: view on CIVICA. As you said, realizing the values of EU in the academic space, in the university space itself gives a lot of different opportunity. Professor Guillaume, would you like to help us understand this more?
1: What I'd like to emphasize is the social science and humanities aspect of CIVICA. I think we live in times since 15 or 20 years when social sciences are becoming particularly crucial. You know, when I was a student, there was the fall of the Berlin Wall. That was the start of China as a major global player. Some people mentioned the end of history, right? We knew that we took democracy and markets and, and, and globalization for granted, and for, that was mostly for the best. We're no longer in that world. Uh, we're in a world in which there's no such thing as business as usual basic concepts such as democracy, uh, market economies, environmental quality that risk and are being challenged. So I think more than ever, we need social sciences to think about that. And at the same time, academic freedom in more or less surreptitious ways have been threatened, including in Europe. We know that all too well at Civica. So I'm very proud to be part of a, of a strong university in social sciences because again we need them more than ever and uh, more threatened than it's been for a long time for my lifetime at least so I hope we'll contribute to help fixing that
0: thank you very much so we have Quite difficult challenges going on right now and coming up also. So Civica is right at the time where it can respond to these challenges through its research and work. Thank you very much for joining us. This was Professor Plantin and Professor Kroaska, who helped us understand how Civica research aims to change the research landscape in Europe by connecting leading social sciences universities in Europe. They also talk about some of the tangible actions Civica aims to take to provide research on pressing challenges for the European community. The second season of over to Europe is produced by me, Aniket Narawat and edited by Ricardo Colella, Civica Associate at Hertie School with the help of Civica Community. Music in this episode was created by Kevin MacLeod. This podcast is funded by the German Academic Exchange Service. Subscribe and learn more at www.civica.eu slash over to Europe. Stay tuned for our next episode.